Welcome to West Virginia Beer Roads, a podcast all about beer from a West Virginia perspective. I'm Charles Bachway. We have three great guests today. First up will be Aaron Rote, co-founder of Short Story Brewing in Reevesville, West Virginia. And these guys had a uh, big announcement here recently, and we're going to learn more about that. And then the second half of the program, I went down to uh, Weatherground Brewery in Cool Ridge, West Virginia recently, and visited there with uh, their head brewer, Sam Fonda, who had his good friend, Dan Wade, who is the head brewer and co-founder at Wooden Robot Brewery in Charlotte. He had uh, he visited uh, Cool Ridge, and these two guys got together the other day to uh, brew a new beer, and we're going to learn all about that, plus some other news from both uh, Weather Ground and Wooden Robot Breweries. Uh, first up again, my podcast partner Aaron McCoy and I caught up with Aaron Rote from Short Story at the Books and Brews restaurant in Charleston, West Virginia, where Aaron was there for a uh, tap takeover. Short Story Brewing Company, Reevesville, West Virginia. Started small, well, relatively, and you've been growing ever since. Tell me about the growth curve I guess you've been on for the last two and a half years. Um, we're basically brewing at capacity right now. We have uh, as much beer as we brew two or three times a week, and we sell all that beer we make. So we sort of feel like now we're just trying to become more efficient. We can't get any bigger unless we want (laughs) to build another building or put a brewery somewhere else. So we're trying to be efficient and economical and make as much money and uh, be as consistent with the beer we have. So... um, We've thought about expanding our distribution, but that's not, for us, going to be the way where we feel like we can have the most fun or make the most money. Um, What we really enjoy is our tap room and trying to bring as many people in there as possible. And our plan is to try to recreate that uh, tap room experience in a new location. Now, you guys had a big announcement uh, this week. And that was that you're going to open something over in Maryland. Tell me, go through that with us and let me hear how that's working. Um, So about six months ago, we started a toy with the idea of maybe having a second location somewhere else in West Virginia. And we looked around and wondered where would be the best spot. But ultimately, our thinking was... we. I think the people who we sell beer to in Morgantown and Charleston and Huntington do a great job selling our product. It wouldn't make a a whole lot of sense to maybe enter those markets and, uh, you know, compete with ourselves in some ways or compete with our fellow beer-loving restaurants who are trying to already working hard to sell our product. So we started to look across borders, and our first thought was actually Deep Creek, Maryland, um, a community that has, uh, I mean, that has a lot of people who are there for outdoor activities, be it skiing or water sports. Um, there's a good community that's there all year. Even the, it's a little bit seasonal, but really, there's a like Garrett County's pretty large. So we just drove up there one day and started looking for places for rent. Um, just dr- literally drove around, and the first place we found was just perfect. And so we left a, <laughs> a voicemail on someone's phone. They called us back on Monday, and we were rolling from there. So 
Describe a little bit your uh, projected operation there. What will it be like? Our plan is to really recreate the feel of our brewery, being a small town brewery that you know has some modern touches, some traditional touches, um, but is really not just a place to drink beer, but a place that the community feels welcome and uh, can can enter whether they're interested in beer or not and feel comfortable and sit and talk and converse. Uh, we really want to recreate that feeling there. I mean, that's 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 why we want to do this. We want we want to. We want to keep that feeling of our tap room going in any location we might add. So. And moving over to Maryland, uh, you will have to work through a distributor in Maryland. That will be the only requirement yeah, that you'd so have to. We, we've, we've had to navigate their laws, and that's been a learning curve. But uh, we found something that works for us. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's the timeline on that? Um, we signed our lease. One week ago, basically December 1st, and we're trying to be open by December 27th. So right now there's a group, they're finishing drywall and painting while I'm here, and I'll be there tomorrow all week, probably working all day. So, so Aaron, you had some uh, questions too. You were interested in some things about short story. Uh, yes, absolutely. I'm interested, obviously, Charles has already covered the tap room, but what can we look forward to as far as maybe some new beers? Obviously, your beer's well-established and well-liked, but what do you have on the horizon that us beer-loving people can look forward to? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think having these two locations will maybe let us slow down a little bit on the brewing process and not have to keep up so much with our distribution networks or production on that end. So I think it's going to slow them down in the brewery and let them maybe be a little bit more experimental, try some new things, uh, and understanding that a lot more beer is going to be sold out of a taproom situation by one of our employees who really gets our product and is uh, is kind of there to explain our product. You know, sometimes when you you introduce a new beer style or you you try something really experimental, the problem when you're dis distributing that beer is the beer goes out into the world and you don't know, I mean, you know in some places that the beer is going to be handled very well and the, you're gonna, someone very knowledgeable is going to be selling your beer, but it's not always true. So we like the idea of being able to try some new experimental beers and also being able to educate people on those beers. <laughs> well, so. in a, tap, a new tap room is certainly a sure. good place to be able to get that feedback. Get that, get that feedback. and um, But I think we will kind of branch out. We just did our first barrel aging. Um, we just made our first kettle sours, and they were successful. So I think we'll, we'll push in those directions a little more and kind of see where the tastes are going. <laughs> it's an interesting time. Right now you're starting to see a lot of these big pastry stouts and really interesting styles of beer that are not gim not gimmicky but like just like really way out there and it's interesting we, we kind of wait and see how <laughs> you know what what's the interesting short story spin that we can put on that style and sometimes that means just being kind of patient and <laughs> maybe being a little bit behind the curve but knowing when you get there that you know that you've done it right and so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, that absolutely makes sense. And, and yeah. I agree that it, it, mm -hmm. I don't know that behind the curve would be the right thing. Maybe that's not a style you guys might want to pursue. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to your tap room and yeah. get some feedback. Sure. And I've had some I've liked and some I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is just weird. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys have been what I call a, uh, you've taken your time as you've grown. You've mm -hmm. done it in step. You just couldn't try to do everything at once. Yeah. And uh, it's not like... Uh, and untapped, 
I did that recent review of Untapped and West Virginia breweries, and I really, from the analysis I did on those numbers, you're the hottest brewery in West Virginia in yeah. 2019. Yeah. So, talk about a little bit about your brewer Mike's style and what uh, what he brings to the table. I think uh, Mike in the very quickly in the first year he got himself up to speed on his brewing system and he kind of experimented with lots of different styles and knew kind of had a placeholder for all the the main styles and this I think he's more spent this year kind of filling out in between like so we had ready steady go which was a pale ale that you could like you could you could run your brewery forever and make just re, keep remaking that beer but we actually stopped making ready steady go for like 6 months and started trying different pale ale variations we tried to get a hold of a lot of hops that were kind of expensive and they were hard to buy at scale so we were basically like buying small amounts of hops until we had enough to try uh, you know something like advanced methods and stargazing which is you got to get a ton of galaxy hops and they're not easy to get a hold of and they're $35 a pound so um, and other hops that we're drinking right now things like Idaho 7 or uh, Brew 1 these are some newer experimental varieties of hops they're hard to get a hold of um, but we've I think we've nailed it in terms of using those hops to create to fill in the pale ale flavor profile you know this year was a big year for pale ales and IPAs for us, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's that's what I'm enjoying now. And that pale ale is excellent. It's very hoppy. It's very mm-hmm. full of flavor. It's, it's very smooth all at the same time. It's, it's very refreshing. Thank, thank you. Well, it's great to see Short Story uh, with a new project over in the state of Maryland. Watch their social media for announcements on the grand opening, which should happen later this month. So next, I traveled down to Cool Ridge, West Virginia, to visit with Sam Fonda down at uh, the Weather Ground Brewery, where he had his buddy Dan Wade from Wooden Robot Brewery in Charlotte visiting. Dan, what's the event today that brings you to Cool Ridge, West Virginia? Well, we're just excited to come out here and brew a collaboration beer. Uh, we're doing an interesting style, a farmhouse IPA, like a nice little uh, mix-up of like a classic Belgian-style Cezanne with uh, some more modern American hops, um, pretty highly hopped like most modern IPAs are now. And uh, just excited to do a nice mixed fermentation beer. We brewed a version of it back in Charlotte a couple weeks ago, and we'll be doing a very similar recipe here today. Sam, you know the road to Charlotte um, pretty well, having lived down there for several years and brewed down there. Uh, what is it, you know, the reasons why you end up going back to Charlotte to do these collaborations? Uh, just great friends there and a lot of great beer. Uh, I met Dan, uh, I think, early on when I started at Triple C, and uh, just always made fantastic beer, both sour and clean. Uh, that's what's really interesting and versatile about them is they make a uh they're sort of known for their amazing sours award-winning sours but if you try their ipas it's just as good as any ipa out there or even better um and so i just love going down there and seeing friends and drinking good beer and how did the uh brew day go that you guys did uh great it went off without a hitch so uh the fortunate thing i think for for us uh at the level of uh ownership and brewing that we're at we get to kind of hang out and have a beer while uh our co-workers kind of 
handle a lot of the heavy lifting. So everything went smoothly. We got to enjoy, you know, enjoy a couple beers and enjoy town a little bit and have a really good time. Now, will the beer today be the same recipe as the one in Charlotte or similar? Or tell no. me. No, it's the same. It's the same ballpark. I mean, the same theme. But uh, Dan and uh, the Wooden Robot crew uh, use a lot of malt from Epiphany. And, uh, and we use a lot of malt from Carolina Malt House in Riverbend. Um, so our recipe today is entirely Riverbend malt. Um, but uh, from the Pilsner malt that we use today to Riverbend's uh, wheat and their rye. And then we also used uh, corn. Whereas um, at Wooden Robot, I think you know, we use spelt right. in, the, in the beer. So there'll be some differences. Uh, also a little bit differences with the hops. Mm-hmm. Um, Wooden Robot, I think we used uh, Glacier and Meridian were the two main hops. And then here today, it'll be Glacier and Comet. And what will be the target release date for this beer, you think? Whenever it's ready. (laughs) Uh, I don't know how's the turning out at Wooden Robot right now. So the one we brewed about three weeks ago will be getting packaged uh, later this week. And that will be uh, keg conditioned for at least two potentially up to four weeks so we're expecting that to be ready within the next month so about one and a half to two month total time and do you have a name for it yet we don't nor the one you're brewing today no yeah i know you you always say that your names come to you about the time you're ready to keg it or you know you have to put a label on it yep uh no name is chosen yet um another really fun thing is that we're using the same Mixed for uh, the same yeast culture that we used at Wooden Robot. So Dan actually drove here today with uh, with the yeast um, in the back seat of his car. So uh, so that will I think that'll be the real big similarity is uh, you'll have those same yeast characteristics uh, hopefully um, in the West Virginia version of this beer. Dan, we get a lot of uh, folks who are not that far away from Charlotte really, and a lot of people heading south, and people get to Charlotte or through Charlotte. Give me a little uh, promo about stopping at your place. Tell me where your breweries are and uh, people what they'll find if, if people from West Virginia area get down your way. Yeah, we're a really uh, easy three-hour drive south, straight down I-77 from, from here. And, uh, you, know, we really, you know, we really try to focus on just being a place to enjoy good beer without being too pretentious and without distracting too much from the beer drinking experience. So we really try to have a taproom atmosphere that focuses on just being communal and giving people an opportunity to spend some time with friends and loved ones and and just be able to enjoy the beer and pay as much of attention to the beer as they want to and pay as much attention to their friends. We, we try not to have too many other distractions. We don't have a ton of uh, other live music and games and everything. We, re- we really want people to come in there and just be able to focus on each other and be able to focus on the beer. So with that, we try to do a really wide range of lagers, IPAs, Saison, Sours, um, and, and some other things in between to kind of give people the opportunity to try some different things. Our uh, original location at our brewery is in South End Charlotte, just south of downtown. It's about six blocks south of the Panthers football stadium. Um, uh, we actually just opened a new location called The Chamber, in Noda, which is right down the street from Salud Beer Shop and Heist, uh, right by the light rail stop. Both of our locations are uh, a block or less from the light rail stops. And uh, our new location at the chamber is just a little more focused on our farmhouse and sour beer. You can see all the barrels uh, aging those beers 
and uh, just a little bit more relaxed and uh, loungy of an atmosphere there as well. Um, so just two kind of distinct places with a little different feel at each spot, a little bit different beer lineup at each spot, but really both of them focusing on, on the beer and the community aspect. Sam, one thing that I wanted to get from you while I was here is uh, some updates on things happening here on the brewery side. I got your pizza oven update. Mm -hmm. But let's talk a little bit about uh, what's new or what's coming up here this winter at Weathered Ground. Uh, what's coming up? So recently we've released our uh, breakfast stout that a lot of people like, um, Struggle Street and the bourbon barrel aged uh, variant we put out in bottles. Um, People can expect our, us to have the maple bourbon variant of that uh, somewhere around Christmas. And um, we're sort of switching gears with IPAs here. Um, we uh, spent a little bit of cash on some uh, more exotic hops, um, and so we'll have a really fun sort of modern version of a West Coast IPA coming out soon. And uh, we're really excited about that beer. And... Uh, just trying to stay on top of these cans. The the canning line has been a fun new experience for us, um, but uh, we're trying to keep up with that while staying innovative and having new styles. And uh, I think our staff is doing a really good job at that. Um, the focus right now is this pizza oven and just staying on top of uh, of everything that's going on right now around here. Um, well, I'm interested in when you said you've got some new hops coming in, and for people that love your base IPAs and will this which will this be based more like a Tallahatchie recipe or what uh, uh not really so we uh we, this west coast IPA is going to be full of uh, like Nelson Savion and Vic Secret hops and uh but it it's not going to be that juicy creamy type of texture to it it'll be more of a traditional mouthfeel and uh body of a west coast IPA and uh when do you expect those to be brewed? They've already been brewed. They'll probably be released in the next two weeks. Well, it sure sounds like we've got some things to look forward to at Weathered Ground, especially if you're an IPA fan. Well, that brings us to the end of today's program. I want to thank Dan Wade of Wooden Robot Brewery, Sam Fonda of Weathered Ground Brewery, and Aaron wrote of Short Story Brewery for appearing as guests today on our podcast. So for Aaron McCoy, my podcast partner, this is Charles Bachway saying thank you for listening in. Please respect beer and support your local brewery. West Virginia Beer Roads is a production of BrilliantStream.com.